Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek King here once again on this Friday. And we're talking about healing the soul. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your anointing, your spirit, Lord, come upon the hearers, Lord, that they may understand, Lord, all the words that are being said, Lord, that they may get, get a deep revelation, Lord Jesus, of the healing of the soul, and that they may yield, Lord, to your spirit, Lord, and hear your voice clearly, Lord, for it is written, your sheep hear your voice, and a voice of a stranger they will not follow. I bless them, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, you can never forgive your enemies unless the Lord give you that grace. And he is giving you that grace today, all week, he, all this year. God is setting people free from the powers of addiction. That addiction is gone now in the name of Jesus Christ. God is setting pe people free from the powers of deep hurt, from the powers of homosexuality and identity crisis, from the powers of lust, perversion, adultery, fornication. You're being freed. For that thing is coming out of your mind, out of your soul, by the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, God, sometimes things are a process. When you have things in you, anger, hatred, unforgiveness, deep hurt, you need to sit before the Lord daily and say, Lord, I sit upon this potter's wheel. And Lord, I ask that you go deep down into my soul and heal every wound in my soul, every wound in my spirit that shouldn't be there. Let it heal up. Do you know sometimes a wound, first it'll get a scab on it. And then the scab ha has to sit there for, for a week or two. But when when the skin underneath the scab is totally healed, that, sc that scab will fall off. But if you pick the scab off before it's totally healed, it won't heal probably. It'll take long and it'll be a permanent mark. What I'm saying, stay with the Lord. Stay in his presence and let by time, through time, let it heal, but don't pull the scab off and get back into hatred. Don't pull the scab off and get back into anger. Don't pull the scab off and go back to the same vomit, the same hog pen that you just came out of. Stay on the potter's wheel and let the Lord mold you. Let the Lord shape you because you are saved. See, you are born again. You are a child of God. I don't care if you're making mistakes. I don't care if you're missing it. I don't care if you just took a drink. I don't care if you just fornicated. I don't care if you just committed adultery. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. But now you got to sit on the potter's wheel and let the Lord mold you. But don't let anyone tell you that you're not born again. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not a child of God. Because it is you believing that you are a child of God that's going to change you. I said, it is you 
knowing you believing on a heart level that you are a child of God, that you are different, that you are born again, that's going to change you. The other stuff is going to come in manifestation when you believe you are who the Lord says you are. The Lord says that you are a partaker of his divine nature. The spirit of God is on the inside of you when you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The spirit of God came on the inside of you and it is leading you into all truth. That's why you feel conviction when you do wrong. If you weren't born again, you wouldn't feel conviction. See, God, God is delivering you from the power of sin. But it's progressive. You got to stay with him. His blood covers your sins and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. But your mind got to be renewed. Hebrews 4 and verse 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the word of God divides the soul from the spirit for the soul is the part of you that can be self-centered, but the spirit exists for God. So the spirit of God, the word of God shows you what is spiritual and what is soulish. You know what? That scripture is so good. I want to read it again. Hebrews 4 and 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any, any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word separates the soul and the spirit and the and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. What are your thoughts? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. What is the heart? Your soulish realm. It discerns the thoughts of the soul. And God is trying to bring you into conformity to his spirit. He wants the soul to react to the spirit. And the only way this can happen is you have to purposely and consciously coordinate them. You have to bring them into your, your, your body into subjection with the spirit, your soul into subjection with the spirit. You remember one place in the fourth chapter of Romans that it said, Abraham considered not his body. Do you know if Abraham would have listened to the soul, he would have never brought forth Isaac. If he would have listened to the soul, he would have never had faith to deliver him and Sarah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have had Isaac if they listened to the soul because they was past age to have a baby. Faith is not of the soul. Faith is of the spirit. See, your, your, your 
spirit got to keep confessing the word of God until it gets in your heart or your soul. How many understand what I'm saying? Because the soulish realm don't necessarily agree with the spirit unless you command it to. That's why David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He was commanding his soul to be obedient to the spirit. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. He was telling his mind to get his mind on this Lord. Get your thoughts off of your thoughts. Get your ways off of your ways and get it on the Lord. How many understand that? Romans 12. And at verse 14, it says, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. How many agree with that? Well, you naturally don't agree with it. But you tell your mind, I'm agree with that because it's the word of God. It said, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but come to sin to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. This is Romans 12. Now we had uh, the 17th verse. Recompense to no man evil for evil. How many of you agree with that? See, you don't necessarily agree with it unless you have trained your soul. Because see, your normal mind says you do evil to me, I'm doing evil back to you. But it said provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible as much as lied in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. Then it said, if your enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drinks. Verse 21, be not overcome with evil, overcome evil with good. I'm out of time. Be blessed.